0: Welcome to Worlds Below, an actual play podcast that has all the answers you're looking for. And with a monthly subscription, you can upgrade to all the answers you didn't know you needed. Last time, two people's rose up to reclaim their cities. In Near Nick, the Inquisition is driven out and its people set out on a pilgrimage towards the crashing spaceship. In Fellhamir, the siege turns into search as the bandits discover family and friends long thought dead. The church has fallen and faith is tested as Haven begins its final descent to the world below. Once more, we ask ourselves, how does the world react to Haven's return?
1: Um, so I wanna talk about Read um, the tiny town where we first landed.
2: Oh, oh how's Tori?
1: Oh, he's so good. <laughs> he's so yeah, good. he's So good. Uh, Got a string of how many people behind has him? he slept around with? Yeah. So like, literally him. dozens. Wow. Are there
2: that many people? <laughs> I <theory>? was like, <laughs> they just keep coming. They just <laughs>
1: like, they come to read cause they hear about Tori. Hmm
2: wow yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: it's a different kind of pilgrimage <laughs> <laughs>
0: for the listeners at home tori is one of the first npcs we ever met on <laughs> the planet earth who is a raging homosexual slash bisexual
1: yeah probably. Okay, probably probably bisexual
0: yes. just like very sexual
2: yeah. yeah the i think kat's first successful role was gossiping with some old ladies about tori <laughs> yes and i believe that angelica failed Sex appeal, Tori. Damn. So, oh, I think you failed
1: because Tori is very gay. Yeah, so he's, so not, he's not bisexual. bisexual. So, no. Yeah. Okay. no. It was
2: the only time that an NPC's sexuality was not fluid based on Angelica's yeah. role. <laughs> 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 um,
1: yeah, let's talk about Ridari. Um. Jarl Magnar has taken the cavalry. So, I think that there aren't a lot of people of, like, fighting prowess present. I think it's mostly like children or people who are sick or people who like can't fight. They're not. They can't mm-hmm. ride. They can't move. So the the town is very quiet. Tori <laughs> and Olin, his elder, uh, his slightly older um, partner, not in the romantic sense, just mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. sense that they are guards together, are the pretty much the only, the only ones left to like watch over. Reed, Ari, and they're together in, like, the watchtower, I think, just before Haven comes down.
0: Is he hitting on him?
1: What? Is Always. Him? I, I want to say that, like, at a certain point, Tori has kind of figured out that Oleg... Olin... What's his name? Olin. Olen. Olin. O- right. Olin, Olin, Olin yeah. Only has eyes for one woman. And it was Angelica.
0: That's true. I mean... <laughs> The yeah. only place anyone's eyes should be. Actually, so
1: Olin is leaning over the fence on the watchtower, he and he's got a small fully? flower in his hands that he's just moving back and forth, and he he looks out at the sky, and he twirls this flower, and he thinks has, it's Angelica.
2: Has he written a lot of poetry?
1: Yeah, and it's terrible. Aww. He's not
0: good at it. Can you give me two lines?
1: Uh, Angelica, you're a babe, <laughs> and I wish that I could also be your babe. I hold, I hold this flower and it is.
2: Oh, he hasn't figured out that part yet. Tori,
0: Tori, what
1: rhymes with flower?
0: Hmm, dour. Like your attitude right now. God, get your head out of the clouds. I hold
1: this flower and it makes me dour. She's never That you coming are not back. here.
0: You know who's always here for you, Olin?
1: Please don't say you.
0: It's not me. It's Peaches the horse. It's Peaches the horse
1: man can't live on peaches alone, you know? <laughs> Sometimes I just think that... <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I just think that it would be nice to, you know, have a little house, a little fence. Maybe Why grow fence? some Well, so people know it's my house. It's where I live, and... Uh, Always thought, you know, I—I uh, always thought I'd be a good dad.
0: Don't you think the walls are like enough of an indication that it's your house?
1: I always dreamed of a white picket fence. Wow. Peaches in the yard, a couple kids running around. Are
0: we still talking about your horse? I don't think we can grow peaches here.
1: I am still talking about my horse. <laughs> <laughs> and, then Haven comes conversation.
0: Down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then Haven comes down and crushes them. <laughs> the end.
0: End of this conversation. Cool. What
1: <laughs> angle did you want to see here? Well, so Readerie
0: to me was like classic fantasy Hamlet, right? Yeah. It's not the most interesting town from my perspective. Like there was mm-hmm. people, but that was, they were just there yeah. and they had horses. There
1: are Yarl, Magnar's seven daughters.
0: I, I kind of like... I, what do you feel about the Crank Boys having like actually propagated their material sort of up and down the East Coast, and like maybe I also have an angle
2: I'd like to discuss oh, after that. Sure, but yes, I like that. Or Keep something along the and...
0: lines of like you know, there's there's more movement out of uh, Fellheimer as of late, and like this the. Readerie has become more connected or, mm-hmm. like, they're actually starting to
2: work on their technology. Because, like, the road out to Readerie is, like, Rough. the ro- but it's, like, the the one road, right? Like, there's, like, it's the one place you can go is to and from Readery, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, what if they were trying to lay down, like, tracks oh. or something? Oh. like, like a to, like, steam engine. For, yeah. Oh, or
1: tracks for a train? Like
2: yeah. a train.
1: Oh. I
0: like also
2: love they didn't like actually repurposing old train tracks. Yeah. yeah. Like they're clearing away like old, the old via rail route.
1: <laughs> oh, I like that. I also like the idea that like there is a pod there that you guys crashed. Well, so and that And was... I kind of like the idea that they've maybe taken a few things to help them.
2: So I. An angle I wanted to suggest was in Readerie, like our fake-ass story has been totally blown open the moment, like, Helga or the king, whoever came to look at the pod.
0: Right. Like,
2: readery knows that we aren't from across the mountains.
0: From up north. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, they were like, oh, the king wouldn't have been interested unless it was weird alien tech. Yeah. Um, And so... But I wonder if there's something about how the town has kind of been dealing with that knowledge.
1: What I was gonna suggest is that um, Brother Twig, who is the the friar, I guess, of Terra Pure in uh Rydari, was mm-hmm. never like a very aggressive person. That's like he first introduced you thinking. to Terra Pure, but the church in Ridari is so far removed from the Inquisition. It's peaceful, there's very little of importance that Brother Twig is more like a like an elder sort of like figure in the town Mm. he has a good relationship with the people it's not a pushy religious society and he uses the church as more of like a community center and like helps people that way so he didn't really want to create any animosity by pushing with the pod
2: so i'm wondering if there was like like maybe a few weeks after like the king came through looked at the pod left again or whatever or whoever she sent the inquisition Mm -hmm. um like there was just like a sunday school-esque day where brother twig was talking to the kids about like oh you know as terra pure like anything from the sky is evil etc etc and one of the kids was like well the the pod the ship over there, that those two ladies came in came from the sky, and were they bad?
1: The thing you have to realize about Terrapure, as with any re- religion, little uh, little Donny, <laughs> no, uh-huh. I don't like that name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's my <laughs> but name, that's name, Okay, though. little one, is that <laughs> it's meant more to be allegorical or metaphorical? We allegorical. don't
0: allegorical.
1: Like I, an
2: alligator. Oh,
0: yeah. those are dangerous. Mm-hmm.
1: Terra teaches us to be wary of things that come from the sky. And, and to be, alligators. And to look at what we're doing as well, our own behavior. We all know that the sacred teachings say that the aliens came to Earth because it was polluted, because mm. humans had done a lot of bad things to the Earth. So Terra Pure tells us more than anything else to be good people and to take good care of the earth brother twig yes were they good people well little freddy i think they were that's not my name (laughs) oh god
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm little freddy
1: oh god oh boy oh god (laughs) i'm sorry big freddy (laughs) (laughs) thanks I, I think in the end that our visitors were good people. Cuz cuz like rain comes from the sky and
2: like there are stars in the sky and those are I like those. And the sun is also in the sky and we like the sun. I I think is yes. the sun in the
1: sky? I think this what uh, wait. All is of- the
2: sun in the sky?
1: All of these things are true and we will be having a science lesson <gasps> later this afternoon. Where do
0: alligators come from? Do they come from the sun? What's allegory?
1: <laughs> so Brother Twig is <laughs> teaching the children about like his, his perspective yeah. on Terra Pure. I love an and allegorical like his... take on a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think this is the scene as uh, Haven starts to come down. It's that it's more peaceful, it's relaxed, like, people are concerned about their loved ones who have gone south, but there's oh. nothing going on in read It's yeah. peaceful, it's quiet, the old ladies are taking a stroll through town, Tori and Olin are writing poetry in the Watchtower, <laughs> Brother Twig is teaching children, <laughs> and as Haven begins to come down, they all see that, like, through a canopy of trees. Um, so I think that people of the town kind of come out and like kind of group together and they're nervous they aren't happy like the people of near nick to see it mm-hmm. but they aren't panicking and they're they kind of stand together um brother twig goes around calming people um talking to them he doesn't really know what's going on yeah but he just tries to keep them calm as they watch it
2: i feel like the kids are running around like shrieking excitedly they're like, oh my god, a thing from space! Wow, it's coming from the sky. How Is it
0: gonna ladies, go boom? How many ladies do you think are gonna be in that one?
2: A, there's a, it's so big. There's gonna be so many. There's ladies. gonna be so many, like five. Wow. Maybe more than five. Maybe two fives.
0: How can you have that
2: many?
1: I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm also picturing Jarl Magnar's, like, house with his, like... He's got six of his, daughters. His, he's got seven daughters, so Lydia's <laughs> in the south. So his daughters are all he's running through the house. He's got two fives of daughters. <laughs> he's got a ton of daughters. They're running through the house, like, peering out the windows, looking at the sky.
2: Oh, are they all lined up on the roof? Oh, yeah. man. Oh, wow. Just yeah. pressed to one of the windows.
1: <laughs> Aw. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the uh, general feeling in Rita Re is, like... Huh <laughs> <laughs> rather than hate or real yeah. excited, yeah, <laughs> but I think I like that.
1: they actually do use the church as a source of like comfort and strength. I think people do kind of go to like a makeshift like we talked about there being like um shrines or like totems mm-hmm. to the earth that people use, so they gather there, they gather in the church, so they use the religion as like a source of consolation, strength, a place to go mm-hmm. uh to talk to each other, and they um. They practice a few rites, they do, They say a few prayers for the earth, they tell stories, they scatter, they actually go out and scatter some seeds just to make sure everything is good with the earth.
2: Are um. some of the ki- I feel like one of the kids goes up to Brother Twig and is like, if that's coming down, does it mean we've been bad to the earth?
1: Um, Brother Twig puts his hand on the little kid's head and says... No, Billy, no. We we have been good stewards. We don't have anything to worry about. The earth teaches us that good will be rewarded. Okay.
2: That's a big reward, if that's a reward.
1: Here, take take this pine cone. Uh-huh. We are going to go to the forest, and we're going to thank the earth okay. for her bounty. So we are going to go plant some pine cones this afternoon. Mm-hmm.
0: Not oh. all the kids just go plant pine cones yeah. under like the red sky. Yeah. Also, because they're like, we need to keep these kids under
1: control or yeah. else they're going to go running they're off. They're really to trying heaven. to distract the children yeah. more than anything.
0: I get that feeling of like, it's the I hope everything's okay
1: kind yeah. of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The situation outside the ship is kind of like a different thing right now, but once Haven crashes into landing, everyone, they can't see what's outside the ship, but they know they've arrived on Earth. So that's where I want to discuss like how people are reacting. On like, the ship. On the ship, on Haven. So we're going back to those we know and love. Um, so I think I'd actually like to start with like Liza and Seuss discussing what they're going to do before we discuss what the leaders are doing on Haven
0: okay Um, did we establish how they were communicating
1: didn't we discuss that it was uh, it was kind of like secret messages being sent like they weren't actually talking to each other directly but they had like little um, like vents or something that they were sending supplies Single to the Data
2: pads or something like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: I also just love the idea of a tube, like a little just tube, a fucking like tube. A literal yeah. tube, yeah. like one of the pipes that just he found the right pipe, and it's one yeah. of the pipes that like opens into her room. It's like the yeah. air
2: vent into her room. Yeah. He just like puts messages into it. No, he can like speak in it. Yeah. Oh, like he's also
1: an excellent inventor. Yes. Yeah. He essentially spent his yeah. entire life just fixing gadgets. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I love
2: that. Does he make a little like I was gonna say spider bot, but um, a little roach bot? What do you what do you dislike less than spiders?
1: Nothing.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) some kind of small bot.
1: He gets a tiny drone and he puts like a little spider costume on it. Yeah. So it looks like a spider.
2: Would Haven have spiders?
1: Probably not. Probably not.
2: Sure. Anyway, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. cockroaches or something.
1: So after Haven settles, it's 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 disconcerting. Like people feel a weight that they hadn't they haven't ever felt before. Some of the emergency lights flicker on, like the ship is running on generator power.
2: People probably don't know where like the exits are or down. So yeah. how, did Haven have
0: artificial gravity or centripetal? Centri- centri-
2: Artificial. artificial. It has to be artificial, okay. gravity. artificial gravity. Don't bring that in now. I was like, yeah. there's like, if- there's like water that flows <laughs> around. We had chocolate fountains. Like it has to be yeah. down. <laughs> there has to be a down. But I, I think
1: things aren't completely turned like upside down. Like there was kind of like a way things were that somewhat aligned with the direction of a ship. Mm-hmm. But there is confusion. Like maybe a hallway is like. Ten degrees off right. from the way it's supposed to be, and I,
0: I do like the idea of some rooms not having been oriented in the right direction, but that's just because like the lift goes up, or like oh, there's just yeah. a convenient place, or it's like this is more convenient if this is down now. Yeah.
1: So I want to say that this makes the um, the division between the decks really confusing yeah it's no longer clear exactly where the upper decks ends and the under decks begin
2: like people can remember like if they looked at something they were like this was the upper deck like yeah. i remember this as. but now the upper it's going deck. the wrong direction yeah <laughs> oh my god does the ship land upside down and is the upper <laughs> deck the lower deck now
0: ah! <laughs> <laughs> well you know because we definitely said the upper deck looks out at the stars
2: yeah, so yeah. it would have. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's actually so funny, and I, I like love that. that.
2: It like clips a tree and
1: just Oh, it's oh like, my god. It was down.
2: <laughs> that just. It hits the. fully but I it. hits the I'm crossing board. bridge and just.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it's fine. We don't have it to. It
1: lands that. pretty shakily, yes. regardless. <laughs> no one so knows. Things are shook.
2: Maybe it's on its side, yep. and so there's just two there's the left deck and the right deck. There's now. never been yeah. enough, anyways. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's talk about Seuss. Let's say he's strapped into his emergency system in hydroponics. I think a lot of stuff has, like, scattered. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff wasn't nailed down. Yeah. So it's chaos. A lot
2: of the plants have just, like, shot across the yeah. room.
1: <laughs> and the backup lights flicker on. And is Dylan there? Is anyone of else in Of course Dylan's there. Yeah, they h- held hands <laughs> on the way down.
0: You okay, Seuss? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I think I'm o- I'm Okay.
0: The the oh gosh are there enough plants are you still gonna be able to breathe?
1: I it's it's okay right now. I don't know.
0: Okay, I'll I'll go get your uh, your your breathing device just to make sure.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um. So Seuss has like some of the portable breathing Mm -hmm. devices to help him. Um. But I think people are starting to like walk out in the hallways and stuff and like call for each other and Mm -hmm. like there there's a lot of confusion.
2: I imagine there's like. Yeah, like, water flowing because, like, yeah. it was held down by gravity and now, like, it's on an angle. So, yeah, like, a pipe, maybe a pipe b- broke, broke mm-hmm. and now it's, like, pouring out, right? Yeah. Like,
0: what's happening? But I also imagine huge amounts of celebration, right? Like, sparrows and the whole underdecks thing is, like, until we meet on the ground. And th- they're on mm-hmm. the ground. I
2: think there's, like, a moment of shock. And then as people start seeing each other, they're, like, we made it. We're, we're down we we're, we're we're on the earth.
0: We're going to need a new saying.
2: Children,
1: children, we have reached the earth. We are worthy. We we have seen the end of our space voyage.
0: Is this this we, is because of Joanna? Joanna made us
2: worthy. We we have to we need to go to the observatory. I I want to see it. And I think people run to like yeah. the observation deck, the, like, religious and it's center. just buried in the dirt. <laughs> and people it's just are facing like, the deck yeah, of and Calfricks, and yeah. people are just so excited. And there's people looking in. Oh my god! From the deck.
1: God, so I'm picturing somewhat like longer legs on the ship. And maybe there are some sailors left on Halfric. So the first thing they see is, like, someone who's just holding a fiddle by the neck (laughs) and, like, staring in shock up at, like, everyone pressed against his window. (laughs) But I think what you said was interesting, Colt. I think there are people who are going to rally to Joanna because this is a a magical moment, but it's also pretty scary. Yeah. Mm. So... I think Joanna is trying to gather her forces, but they're having trouble because they don't know where everyone is. Yeah.
0: I also think that she must be freaking out because now that everyone's in the ground, like power structures are like gone transient. <laughs> yes. like she's got a certain amount of time to figure shit out. So this
1: is what I was going to suggest is that, um, both Joanna and Nagata know that things are about to change and whoever is in charge of Haven is going to be in a much better position to negotiate whatever happens next. Oh. So there's kind of a time limit for someone to become the the admiral. Mm-hmm.
0: I have I have something I really want to see. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Okay. I want to see people flock around Suze. I just, I want to see that.
2: Aww. Dude, does it start because people are like, they celebrate for a moment, and then they're like, oh, my God, like what, like, the injured, like, it probably starts where they're like, oh, wait, are people okay? Like, we have to, oh, my God, Seuss, like... But he's also been,
0: like, masterminding an operation, keeping people alive, right? So...
2: I think people, like, run at first to check on him, and then as more and more people show up to check on him, it becomes, like, a rallying point.
1: Yeah. But I think, too, that, like, the other problem is that Haven is still sealed. Yeah. So they're not getting air or water from outside. So if those systems are down, I think people start trying to like drill through the hull to yeah. get air in certain rooms.
2: Well also people would go to the hydroponics because they know mm-hmm. well Seuss can breathe here. Yeah. So, so why not? Yeah, us? I,
1: I really want to see this moment between Joanna and Seuss, but I don't super want it to be me talking to myself.
2: Right.
0: That's fair. We don't have to talk it out either. Yeah.
1: So well let's let's like, discuss what if people are gathering in hydroponics, then I think Joanna would go there to yeah. recruit, to get people riled up, ready to support her. Yeah. And instead they, she finds like people trying to like set the plants back up to like get the water, like put rags where it's leaking. Or like
2: replumb the pipe or yeah, something. Or someone oh. that just
1: has a power drill that they're trying to get through the hull.
0: Can I suggest that maybe Liza has gotten in touch with Suze, saying that the people in the upper decks are trapped? and that they need rescue parties.
2: Oh, oh man.
1: So I, let's talk first about what that looks like. Well, well
2: like, I think it probably comes, like, Seuss probably gets that message, but Joanna is coming for hydroponics, mm-hmm. so she's barricading the way, essentially. Yeah. And I think there is, like, a moment that's, like, a face-off between Seuss and Joanna. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, Seuss is walking down the halls trying to get to the upper decks with, like, a team mm-hmm. of, like, like uh, mechanics mm-hmm. and plumbers and everyone is trying to go up to get everyone else out. Yeah. And Joanna stops them with her guards.
0: Henry's got his map that of the station that he's been doing and yeah. he's mapped out the route up. The fastest route, yeah. the safest
2: route.
1: Yeah. So what happens when there is this confrontation?
2: I feel like before Joanna says anything... Seuss just like looks her dead in the eye and says, "Joanna, it's over. People need
1: help. And they can only be helped if I am in charge. I am your admiral. I am all of your admiral. Joanna, if we don't save the upper deckers, there's no one for you to be admiral of. There's us." There's the underdeckers, our people, our way. This is what I have fought for. I fought for you, for everyone here.
2: You haven't fought for us. You've fought against them, and it's over now. There's no us. There's no them. The ship is sideways. There's no difference anymore. Everyone doesn't have air. Everyone doesn't have water. They need our help. They aren't us. They are us. They've always been us.
1: And I, I think maybe Seuss just starts walking past her at that point, And the people who were standing behind Joanna kind of just let him go. And then other people follow. And eventually, Joanna is like people start leaving her as she's standing in this corridor, like shouting about the upper decks. And people start kind of like, even the people who followed her kind of look at her and trail away and she's only got a small group mm-hmm. in that lonely corridor. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That was such a good... I'm so happy that happened.
1: <laughs> but let's let's talk about what that looks like in the upper decks when Liza has to reach out to Seuss for help.
0: Yeah, I mean... So I, I like the idea of the upper decks actually being helpless, mm-hmm. but maybe having the codes to get out. Mm-hmm. Like oh. just like this same relationship they've always had. Like right. we have the structural built in power, but
2: Well or even like even just in order to get to them the underdeckers are going to have to get through all these checkpoints. And it's like, we can get you, th- like, we need you, like, we can get you through the whole ship. Yeah. Just please yeah. come Yeah, I also, also mean, like, the, the, the doors oh, yeah. of the ship. Like so those are in the airlocks. upper
0: decks.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, or, like, like, who has that. the airlock
0: controls? Or oh,
2: my God. Yeah. Would Liza have, like, stolen that from Nagata at some point? Uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Liza is
1: able to get people out of the ship but she needs, like, support. Like, they need an But error. she needs oh. to be there. Yeah, no, wait, she has to put in the code. That's
0: the confrontation. Nagata, like, I want to see Nagata refusing to give these codes and Chur just pulling out his computer.
2: <laughs> like, her being like, I already have them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, she kind of comes out of, it, like, whatever his chamber with, like, bedhead as she's been, like... <laughs> Keeping an eye on him as Angelica asked her to do, Aww. and she's stuffing a small piece of paper into her bra yeah. Yeah. as she walks away. And Nagata is on the phone. He's like grumbling to himself. He's like, "I, I will never allow them out. They'll, they can just die down there for all I care. We will, we will persevere." And he's like talking to like his supporters. He's talking to Sid Sullivan. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like the idea that Liza just walks behind him and leaves with mm-hmm. the code.
2: hmm
0: <laughs> I think, like, there must be some convincing that needs to happen. Like, the upper decks have, and lower decks have just been essentially at war for mm-hmm. the last
2: month? Yeah.
1: Two months? Two months or oh, so.
2: I have an I have an idea. What if there's a confrontation about allowing the upper deckers to come up?
1: The but, underdeckers? Uh,
2: sorry, the under deckers to come up. But, like, any opening of any door on a ship that's designed to stay in space is going to take a long time. Mm -hmm. And so, like, while they're arguing about the underdeckers, like, maybe this isn't in the podcast, but, like, Liza pulls the card of, like, the doors are already opening. I've already sent people to do it. And you hear the sounds of, like, the air seals, like, breaking Mm -hmm. As, like, the doors are
1: opening. (laughs)
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So I like this idea of, like, a crowd of people coming from the underdecks. Like, both going to... I I think some of the upper deckers' houses, like, maybe the doors shut and, like, locked. Or they were broken. So people are, like, drilling through the doors or unscrewing hinges to get everyone out. So they're going through those spaces where upper deckers live. And, like, getting people out of their houses. House House by house, Mm -hmm. as the underdecks know to do. I like a scene of, like, some underdeckers who come by, like, Angelica's old apartment where, like, the door has just kind of crunched inwards a bit, and they use a pry bar to force it out. And someone finds, like, a very, like, frail elderly man who has been, like, clutching his books by the window, staring out, and...
0: Well, oh, he has a picture of like Angelica and Angelica's mother, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. I,
1: yes, he's got like a framed photo. That's
0: kind of what I'm.
1: But I like like Henry with his grandson being there, and Henry's grandson Simone like going forward and like holding out a hand to him.
0: Sweet toddler fly.
1: hand. <sighs> and like Caleb like takes this child's hand and like is led out by the toddler. Mm. Oh my God!
2: Are
0: And I want Liza to also be there and just, like, she's alive. Yeah. (gasps) (laughs) She's alive. She's out there. (laughs) She's waiting for you. She needs you.
1: So I I think this becomes sort of, like, a thing that's passed around the crowd, too, as, like, the upper deckers and the under deckers begin to mingle and move. Are people using cats' rebreathers? Yeah.
2: Like, we all thought it would be for the lower deckers, and it's... For the upper deckers who are trapped in their homes?
1: Yes. (sighs) They're being passed through the crowd, reviving people who got trapped. But the whole time this like whisper is starting to build, they're like, "They're, they're out there. Did you know Kat's okay? Did you know she's still out there? And like people like Liza in her finest is like striding through the crowd and she's like <laughs> being like they brought us down they found us this spots <laughs> darlings we must go our friends are out there <laughs> <laughs> angelica darling i am coming <laughs> She, she, like, leads the crowd. Oh, I love oh my that. God, does and, she like, both
0: the leaders left behind does, in their offices. Does
2: Liza, like, say something along the lines of, your true admiral is out there, the one yes. you voted for. Yes.
1: Oh. <laughs> Follow the admiral and her her ad- adorable little underdecker friend. Really, she's just wonderful. She's fantastic. I love her. She
0: looks so good in camera.
1: Yes. You know, they can be
2: co-admirals. We we can do that now.
1: I like the idea of her... I love that. <laughs> I like idea of her taking Suze's arm and, like, them walking together, mm. like, at the front of this crowd. <laughs> um, however, I want to introduce, like, a bit of tension to this because yes. as they get to, like, a large enough airlock and the door, like, maybe either begins to open or they try to force it open, what they see is actually this scene... This terrifying scene of deadheads running to Haven, mm-hmm. scrambling across multiple ships and bridges and broken infrastructure and like a devastated landscape that you first saw when you arrived on Earth. <coughs> There's an army separated, like some kind of like medieval horse army on one side of the bridge. There's soldiers who are in conflict with one another on the other side. There are sailing ships. There's like a helicopter in the distance, it's chaos and it, it they hear like the sounds of like I like mm-hmm. the deadhead screaming and a battle simmering and I think everyone just kinda of stops in that moment with this like rising tide of hope and then encountering that wall. Oh.
0: Okay, Can, Yikes. I look Joanna and Nagata by that door being like this is why you need us
2: or like yeah just looking yeah. directly at Susan Liza being like what's your plan now yeah
1: <laughs> and like both of them are armed and there's clearly animosity between them and are they asking people to choose an admiral or are they saying like mm. this is
0: it may be less to choose an admiral but more the like you do need like we're the kind of people that think the way that you need to survive and like yeah. your idealism
2: not gonna cut it not here, gonna <laughs> cut it here.
0: of art of Jarl Sven frothing at the mouth <laughs> like hand on the gun whale and just like gun whale <laughs> shrieking just shrieking yeah. I just want to see him angry and I want yeah. it immortalized so that I can look at it and be like fuck that and I'll, I'll
1: lose his I'll, cool yeah. in battle he
2: I'll loses put it, it above my bed so every time I wake up I can be like ah <laughs> that asshole
0: I'm so happy to see him angry. (laughs)
2: He's (laughs) lost everything. (laughs) Good. Yes.